This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Welcome to the 5 o'clock show. It's time for Common Sense. Now, it's Cats and Cosby with John Katsimatidis and Rita Cosby, standing for truth, justice, and the American way, bringing common sense to the world. Now, here's John Katsimatidis and Rita Cosby. Well, we're back, and what a, what a day we're going to have for you today. I mean, don't, don't go away. I mean, uh, we, we're going to talk about... Uh, uh, all the stuff that's going on in our world. Yeah, and we have Trump's attorney, Joe Tacopina, coming up in a few minutes, John. And Mike Pompeo yes. at the end. You know, he was the uh, number one in his West Point class. He was uh, the head of the CIA. He knows a few things about what's going on. Yeah, he and is a, great a smart guy. State, and a great secretary of state. Absolutely. By the way, Joe Biden, uh, John, was just asked a few minutes ago by a New York Post reporter uh, what do you think of the big guy reference? And he said, why do you ask such a dumb question and laughed and walked off? He thinks it's one big happy laughing moment. Uh, so in, in, the studio, in the studio today, that's Judge Richard Weinberg uh, uh, yelling and screaming. And, yes. uh, yeah, and it's just getting started. And we, we don't have Alphonse D'Amato today. Yeah, we, so we, uh, so we have Judge uh, Weinberg there. We have Rudy, uh, Rudy, Rudy Washington. I'm back. Yay. <laughs> Governor Patterson. And Yay. son of Rudy. What's this SOR? Son of Rudy? Son of a that's Andrew better than Giuliani. an uh, It is an honor to join you guys here in studio today. I listen to you guys every single day at 5 o'clock, and I'll tell you, you guys are kicking you-know-what. Wow. And you're taking names. Guys, you're and the, taking names. You're the big guys on air. We'll yeah. put it that now, way. Now, I, don't know, I don't know why they, the talk magazine put, uh, uh, what's his name, number one. Oh, yeah, they put uh, Sean Hannity number one. We're beating him. We're beating him. Yeah, by a lot of points, too. Aren't by double now, digits. Yeah. Suffolk County water. We need a bigger investigation on that. I understand the U.S. attorney uh, has uh, uh, criticized and fined uh, Suffolk County for bad water. I, I kept telling everybody, don't drink the water in Suffolk County. Really scary and, and, stuff. And you, you want to know something? The U.S. attorney doesn't know the whole story yet. Now, now did I hear the cancer rates are also higher in Suffolk Very, County than yes. they are in other counties absolutely, in the state? Absolutely. And the, like I said, the U.S. attorney doesn't know the whole story. Yeah, there's a lot. Now, and I'm looking for the skies, John, too. Speaking of, as we're talking the about, skies, you know. They say, they're saying that, uh, uh, it's coming down again from Canada. Yeah, the apocalypse too might be coming today. Uh, more wildfires. More, more yeah. wildfires. <laughs> and I had dinner with uh, uh, a former diplomat uh, last night uh, from Canada, and they said that the, the Canadian minister has they they've arrested a lot of uh, terrorist types, arsonists 
that started these wildfires. That is a bombshell because they keep claiming it's like, Well, let's you try know, to get that minister on the phone. I want to get to the bottom of it. You're the one who brought up, John, that yeah. it may not be what it appears. Well, it seems like I'm right again. Yeah, it does. It doesn't. i got to sit next to you. i got to say he's, got, he's right again. You know, imagine how this feels, Andrew, you know, all I, the time. I can't imagine. You know, I, I have they not cleared out the brush properly, though, in some place in Canada? Isn't that what this Somebody comes down to? Somebody actually set them. If they set them, but they also know some of the dense areas that they could set them, they would no take clue. off. We yes. got to get the, we gotta we gotta get there. down to the bottom of it. Yeah. Um, Andrew Giuliani, maybe we should send you up there on a mission. Hey, you know, I'm I'm in for it right there. This is a time of year to go up to Canada. Absolutely. We're, 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 a, bunch of, we're a bunch of city boys talking about our forest management, you know. So you we're, we're, I think you'll have about five minutes. Five minutes. <laughs> we can't get down to the bottom of it. You know what you think? We can't get down to the bottom of it. Who is killing my whales? I, I love know. my whales. Yeah. I know. There, there's something to it, John. Right person to speak about it. John, there is something to it. The fact that all these whales are dying and it's right where they're digging. They're creating the windmills. I am a firm believer. It's the sonar. It's the building. There's something disrupting our beautiful whales. What do you think as, as an expert, Andrew? As, as an expert who grew up in uh, Manhattan, what I would say is I've actually reached out when, when we heard about this did about 15 those, minutes ago. Did you have one to, of those... Small, the whales in Central Park Lake? Oh, yes, we did. Okay. All the time right Just there. My, my national bird is the pigeon, actually, from, from New York. But <laughs> what I can tell you is I actually spoke to the person who designed, or I'm trying to speak, I should say, to the person who designed the marine life area in Atlantis to try to get some answers. We'll see if he'll get back to us by the end of the show. You got Hopefully a mission. He does. Hopefully you got he a does. mission. Let's you are. So- Andrew, you're talking about Atlantis, the lost continent, or the hotel? <laughs> and one last no thing. Comment, John, one no. last thing. I understand Bill de Blasio has been fined $475,000. That is a lot of money. And explain it's, it's for the detail. It's for he the police took the detail. the police detail with him to, to Las so John, Vegas when he was running for president. So, John, after that, my $60,000 for Yankee tickets is looking pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. Governor Patterson, I don't understand why you paid that money. I really shouldn't Your have. defense was, how could I, what am I going to do with those tickets? I can't even see the game. I still don't even know who won the game. <laughs> <laughs> Judge, you should have just came with us. I mean, Judge Governor, that's what you should have done, right? Right, Rudy? Yep. <laughs> Andrew, the judge is on your right. I know, I know. I know. <laughs> on your left governor. Right, he, pro- he promoted me. This Maybe is called right. a full house. That's wait, wait, wait. 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 I, Rudy, I Rudy Washington on the far left? I apologize. Rudy when Washington I said, when I said Andrew was son of Rudy, I didn't mean you. <laughs> They look so similar. We do. (laughs) A horse of a different color. (laughs) All right. I understand we have a a VIP on the phone. We sure do. We now have Joe Tacopina, Donald Trump's attorney, one of his attorneys. Uh, And, of course, you've seen him front row and center. Uh, Joe, great to have you here on Cats and Cosby. Thanks for having me. Boy, every time I call into you guys, I get so nervous based on all the people you have in studio. You guys are like the all-star panel of, of radio hosts. It's unbelievable. Thank wait, wait, you. Listen, Joe, we're just having fun. That's what we're doing. We I are. Know, I know. You guys are Tell really the, the best. I, I, love be, I love being out with you guys. So and much. fighting the good people. fight, Joe, because, uh, yeah, boy, yeah. Uh, you're fighting uh, uh, a big fight now. Yep. Walk us yep. through uh, where you see this headed with Donald Trump. Of course, every. Uh, Everybody, anybody else would be like knocked down, folded like a cheap suit. Uh, Donald Trump yeah. is like, okay, next. 
I, I mean, he looked not tall. Not Andrew was with, like, you know, there at Bedminster. Day I mean, after, yeah. Not only is it okay next, it's, it's like this is going to become the new playbook for campaign strategy. Get indicted. Your poll numbers go up. You raise millions of dollars upon indictment. It's, it's unbelievable. <laughs> so it's not okay next. It's okay now I'm stronger. Now I have more b- votes in the, in the polls. I mean, it's, it's really unbelievable because, and then, look, there's no mystery as to why, right? It's simply because there's an obvious weaponization of the justice system in full effect now. And, and I cannot believe they thought, and they mean the Biden Justice Department, thought this was a really good idea to go and indict Donald Trump on classified documents case. I mean, really, really, I mean, when, when, first of all, it is to me unconscionable. It's unconscionable that a, a, a president would use his justice form to indict a leading political candidate opposing him. Joe Biden had classified documents for decades. There was no FBI investigation warrant. I mean, decades. Hillary Clinton destroyed her classified documents, 33,000 emails gone, you know, bleached servers, um, you know, and Jim Comey, when he gave that press conference, if you remember, and this is really important to, when you juxtapose everyone against Donald Trump, when Comey gave that press conference about Hillary Clinton's emails, classified documents on her personal email server, he said there's enough here. There were classified documents. There were secret documents. There were confidential documents. And there's evidence that they went overseas by email because it was the personal email server. And, and that while there's enough here to show a violation of the law, no prosecutor in their right mind would bring this case. And he wasn't saying because they couldn't prove it. He was saying because of the collateral effect this would have on, this, on the country. Okay? That's what he was saying when he said no right prosecutor in their mind would bring this case because they had the evidence. So, Joe, Tech, easily. so Joe, what do you make of the fact that here is Merrick Garland, by the way, yesterday, was like, oh, I stand by Jack Smith, the special counsel. Uh, he's completely independent. Okay. I, I mean, it, it is a okay. bunch of hogwash. Your thoughts? Of course. <laughs> oh, Merrick, well, if Merrick Garland said that, who's Joe Biden's attorney uh, general, I mean, you know, I think then obviously it's, it certainly must be true. Um, I mean, <laughs> it's such a joke. It is such a joke that we're even having this conversation that they actually charged him with this when, when, again, this is where the American public, whether you love, hate Donald Trump, whether you're Republican, Democrat, independent, whatever, you know, you have to look at this from afar because the people out there who I've spoken to, some of who are the hardcore Democrats are saying, my God, is this what it's become now? Is this the new norm? We're now going to start using the justice system of that particular president, the Justice Department of that particular president, as like a Gestapo to go after political opponents? Because that's a scary thing because the pendulum swings both ways. And, you know, Donald Trump is furious right now. And he said, rightly or wrongly, he said, you know, the next time when I'm president, I'm going to indict you know, the crime family, that's what he said. So so is this going to be where we are now, where the Republicans in office, he's going to use his his Justice Department to go after Democratic opponents. Uh, when a, a Democrats in office, they'll use their Justice Department to go after Republican political opponents. This is not what this is supposed to be about. Yeah. And we're in a scary place in this country. We right sure are. I agree. I think so many people think it's just un-American. Uh, we're talking to Trump's attorney, Joe Tacopina, here on Cats and Cosby, Judge Weinberg. Well, I have to tell you, Donald Trump became president of the United States, and he controlled who the director of the FBI was and who the attorney general was, and he did not weaponize the criminal justice system against Hillary Clinton when it was perfectly clear that if he wanted to, 
He could have done it, and it was a much stronger case against what Hillary did than against what uh, Trump has allegedly done. Yeah, 33,000 right. emails bleach So you could, you could have certainly made an investigation on that, and he did not do that to his credit. Well, how about when Biden was the announced Democratic candidate against him for election? The, you know, here we are. This it's, it's, it's Trump against Biden right now. Biden, Justice Department, went after his chief political opponent. What if, what if he just did an unearthed the Hunter Biden, you know, sort of investigation that, that was supposed to be happening? It's not happening. It may be happening when there's apparently evidence of crimes, right? There's evidence of recorded evidence. Again, I'm not there. I don't know if it's true or not, but there appears to be some substantial evidence of wrongdoing, okay, there with Hunter Biden, with Joe Biden. But, but you know, Donald Trump didn't use his Justice Department at the time to convene grand juries to do raids on anyone's house. I mean, it's, 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 it's unbelievable that this is, but no one seems to be outraged by this. And again, it's not because I represent Donald Trump that I'm outraged. I, I, I'm outraged because I'm an American citizen. And I don't want this country to turn into what it looks like it's turning into, which is this, this morass of, of, of weaponization of, the, of the, the justice system. When you weaponize the justice system, it becomes a, a tool that is dangerous and deadly, and it changes our democracy. Joe, uh, John Katzmatidis, how far do you want to go? That's the name of my book, but let's see how far they're going to go with uh, Trump. They're, they're, they're thinking of suing him uh, in New Jersey, too. They're suing him in Georgia, or they're trying to indict him. They're in New York, Georgia, New Jersey, Florida. Uh, There's another one in Washington, D.C. You know, and and what, that, what, right? if all these legal cases don't happen, what are they going to do? How far would they go? Would they go to something? I don't want to mention the word. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, God knows anymore, John. I, mean, I, I don't. It's. I never thought we'd see this day. It happened when to John Kennedy. Indictment hey, came I'm down, not going to mention shocked. the word, but I'll say it happened to John Kennedy. I know. I mean, but, 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 but I know. And I know the word you're talking about. It's the only word left, basically. They right? don't want him elected in any way possible. No, they don't. But they're, what they're doing is they're, they they don't understand. It happened to John Kennedy. It happened to Martin Luther King. It happened yeah. to Robert Kennedy. Rudy yeah. Washington, you were there. Uh, yes, I was from the beginning. <laughs> but um, And I hope my former boss don't throw tomatoes at me. But, um, you know, the president, as far as I'm concerned, he made some bad choices because he was a neophyte. He made mistakes, absolutely. Yeah, I, because he was but a neophyte. he doesn't neophyte deserve this. In politics. No. I'm talking about the appointments he made. I remember, you know, calling Rudy up and saying, what is Bill Barr doing? Uh, you know, he's working against the president. I mean, so some of these picks that he made, I, I was just totally disappointed with scratching my head. Even Tillerson. I mean, the guy had his own state department. You know, Who he was he going to represent? He made a mistake. And the mistake was he thought that he was the president of the United States. And everybody was, was going to listen to him. And that the pre- they'll respect the right. presidency. The seat and of the these power. People yes, don't, right. They don't. Don't give a crap. And, yeah, Andy, and there let, were so many people coming and, in. And, and let me say know? this. Let me yeah. say this to the judge and, and you, Kat. I am totally disappointed in the Supreme Court, Justice Roberts. He said back, allow the FBI to go to the highest court, the FISA court, and lie. Not once, not twice, three times. And got we warrants need- on, on the president. And his and his people. Yeah, the Russia hoax. On the Russia hoax. Unbelievable. And they didn't step in. 
They allowed a two-day impeachment trial. Who ever heard of that? You know, Governor, Governor Patterson, anything to say? I don't think that President Trump, in his wildest imagination, thought that uh, Senator Biden could beat him. And I think that's the reason that he, you know, he he correctly did not do these things. But I, I don't even think he even thought about it because he really was sure that he was going to get reelected. Well, Joe, Joe, Joe Takapina, you got last word. Yeah, and, and also, I want to ask to, to exactly what you're talking about here, Joe. This is smack in the election season. I mean, it, it is astounding to me that this, yeah. there is no way that, the, we're already in the election yeah. season. I mean, yeah, how is this Manhattan, not election our, interference? Our, our Manhattan trial is conveniently set smack dab in the middle of the primaries. Um, this trial, I, I will 100% guarantee you, will be set before the election because they're so confident of a conviction in this case that they think that will, you know, rule him out. Um, so, I, it, it, again, look, even if you want to say Donald Trump may have done something wrong here, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you he didn't, and the law is on his side because they're, I think they're misapplying the law. That's a whole other conversation, okay? But even if you want to think, man, and what I, what I mean by that, I'm going to just, just say something, but there is the Presidential Records Act. Which, which is the only law that really applies to presidents and their records is our position. Okay. But putting that aside, they're charging the world. They have an espionage act. So this, there's a difference here. But putting that aside, even if you believe he did something wrong, how could you, how could federal prosecutors not have convened the grand jury and have turned a search warrant for, for Joe Biden's property? These classified documents were scattered all over Maryland. I mean, they were in a University of Pennsylvania. They were in, they you were mean in the, they weren't safe the near the Corvette by Hunter Biden? Yeah, the, it looked like a pile of garbage. That's where I normally how we, I store my garbage. Is my sorry, car, guys. Right? We got to thank you, Joe Takabina, okay, and guys, uh, we got to go into a hard time. break. Tom, uh, Joe, thank you thank very, you. very much, and Joe. We're going to go thank into you. a hard break, and we're going to come back with Tom Fitton, Judicial Watch, who gave advice to President Trump that he's safe. Let's do let's do that break. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com/system all lowercase to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. A common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katz and Rita Cosby. Katz and Cosby on 77 WABC. And we are back here on Katz and Cosby. And we continue with Judge Richard Weinberg, Andrew Giuliani, also Governor David Patterson and Rudy Washington, close to George Washington. Well, uh, Tom Fitton has been front row and center in a lot of the legal cases, uh, also advising President Trump and also going after the documents uh, that Joe Biden may have in Delaware and elsewhere. And joining us now is Tom Fitton. He is the president of Judicial Watch. Uh, Tom, first off, uh, let me ask you, uh, what is the plan to get these documents from Joe Biden? I was watching you the other day. University of Delaware, they have all these documents. Who knows how many classified documents? And they have not been handed over. What are you doing about it? Well, you know, they're all those Senate records, right? And now we know that there were classified records, at least somewhere, among uh, Biden's Senate records. And they're all hidden at the University of Delaware. 
They don't want to release him until two years after he leaves politics, which is special. And they don't want to give us the documents because they say, oh, no government money is being used. And we're like, what's the deal? Give us the information about how it's how that's being funded there. And they don't want to. And we've been up to the Supreme Court of Delaware once. We went back down. Now we're back up again, arguing over, it's not even the documents, but the secret deal about the documents that are keeping the documents secret. Who's paying for it? Is this the deal where, uh, where China funded that university? Well, I don't know that's the case. I mean, there's some monies that went from China to a, a Biden yeah, the affiliated Penn, that university in Pennsylvania. That was University of Penn, Biden Center. But they might have gone to Delaware, too. We don't know. Well, who knows? Yeah. We don't know. And, uh, you know, but if government money is behind it, certainly that would make these documents available under FOIA. But you know what's outrageous about this? All Biden has to say is, you know what, release the Senate records, you know, review them for privacy and, you know, maybe some other special reasons for withholding them. But just, let's generally release them so people's questions will be answered about what I was doing as a senator. After all, I am president and there is public interest in it. Yeah, and he is not doing that. By the way, I don't know if you saw this, Tom Fenton, just a little bit ago. He was asked by a New York Post reporter, uh, you know, why does the head of the Burisma guy refer to you as the big guy? Because that's what Grassley's saying is in this new, uh, you know, the, the new document from the FBI. And he's like, oh, why do you ask such a dumb question? Well, the other day he was asked about it. He's like, it's malarkey and ha, ha, ha. I don't think the American public thinks it's funny. I think we need to get to the bottom of it wherever it goes. Well, I agree. Uh, the, the challenge is that the Justice Department has rigged the game. Uh, you know, one of the benefits of targeting Trump is that it freezes out any other serious investigation of Biden. Uh, you know, there's a universe. There's the uh, U.S. attorney in Delaware, which is a backwater, practically speaking, supposedly looking at these issues. It's not a special counsel. It doesn't have the resources a special counsel has. I mean, all you need to know is that they've been investigating Hunter, and all of these issues since at least 2018. Uh, You know, this Burisma document, that goes back to July, what, July of 2020? Yeah, and nothing. They fooling. You know, you could could indict a massive terrorist conspiracy in less time uh, than this tax issue involving the Biden family. But they didn't waste time going after Trump and Mar-a-Lago. We're talking to the president of Judicial Watch, Rudy Washington. You got a question for him? Yes, Tom, maybe you can help me out because I I am very upset with the third branch of government sitting on the sideline Why these people put a torch to our rule of law, you know, to take the records act and somehow or another what should be a civil litigation and make and call it espionage, and nobody says anything. I mean, this is insane. You know what? Uh, like I said before, you go in front of the FISA court, you lie, you're not held in contempt. Where's Justice Roberts in all of this? You do a phony impeachment in two days, and they sit silently. Seventeen states petition the original court of jurisdiction, and they won't take the case. I mean, you're putting a torch to the Constitution. I don't know what's the matter with these people. Yeah, Rudy, you're highlighting the kind of the failure of the courts to uphold the rule of law. And, 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 you know, it's kind of, in my view, that was all fear-based decision-making, you know, not lawful decision-making. And uh, was that the 17 states not taking their case? Uh, you know, what, you know, the Supreme court justices refusing essentially to deal with the 2020 election disputes. Yeah. And, and they, guess they what? came up with every reason under, under the sky to avoid dealing with them directly. And, and guess who's now the conscience of the court, which 
I am very surprised. It's Justice Thomas now and Alito. Those yeah, those yeah, two guys yeah. are the conscience of the court now. Yeah, Roberts has really uh, yeah. been a flipper and a flopper. Uh, Andrew Giuliani, I can tell yeah. you want to chime in. Yeah, Tom, I want to ask you about the case that President Trump just got indicted in. It's been reported, I think, in the Washington Post, so take it with a grain of salt, uh, that uh, early on, Chris Case, the president's former lawyer, wanted him to actually uh, approach Garland, wanted to approach Garland with a deal potentially with this, that you advise President Trump not to do that. Is that true? Do you still feel confident with that decision? If it is, what do you think the status of this particular case is? I, I don't know where that comes from. I just don't believe, you know, that's even true, what is being recounted there. I mean, and, and to the degree I talked to, the, to President Trump or such, I, I talked about it before the grand jury, you know, and, and this is kind of the basic issue. You know, he had discretion under the Presidential Records Act to keep documents, mm-hmm. right? And he could have objected. And they keep on saying, well, you know, if Trump had just listened to his lawyers, he did listen to his lawyers. He turned over boxes in February. He then complied with the subpoena. Now they're arguing that, well, he didn't comply with the subpoena, that the search wasn't broad enough. Or he obstructed it by joking to his lawyers about holding up documents. So, you know, there's no there there in the indictment. And, you know, all this noise about me advising him one way or the other – it's designed to undermine his key defense that really could exonerate and vindicate him, which is this Presidential Records Act that you know uh, gives this president discretion and any other president to, to take records as personal. And you know what was frustrating to us is that you know this is the, this, that was the position of the Justice Department when it came to Clinton keeping. Uh, what arguably were presidential records, and, and Tom, and, Fitton, and of, they changed of, their position for Trump. And how do we? How, why were we sensitive about it? Because we were on the losing side of that fight with Clinton and uh, Tom Fitton of Judicial Watch. The other thing too, also Tom, is you look at juxtapose that with Biden, and he was a senator when we know he had at least some of the documents, and, and we haven't heard word one from. I, I, where is Robert Hur? That is the special counsel who's supposed to be looking into President Biden right now. We haven't heard a thing. And just as you where's, pointed yeah, out. Where's the FBI raid? Where's yes. the grand jury? Where are they? And and Robert Hur, where is we are trusting again the timeline of the Biden documents too. Remember at first somehow at first came out to the DOJ right before the midterm elections, but we didn't know until January. And and the real question, Thomas Richard Weinberg, and the real question is where is the special counsel? with a broader investigative mandate, not just the documents, but the allegations of influence peddling. Absolutely. Her does not have that authority, and he should have. There should be a special counsel dealing with these allegations of influence peddling. And Republicans push for that. In fact, yesterday they sent a letter, Judge, to Garland saying there should be one ASAP. Your thoughts on that, Tom Fitton? Well, there should be one. And, you know, we were all supposed to fall down on the ground at the need for a special counsel, namely Mr. Mueller. And... You know, the same rules apply to Biden. I mean, the idea that the Justice Department under the special counsel rules can uh, aren't compromised or Garland isn't compromised in investigating him is um, is laughable. Obviously, a special counsel is required under the regulations. There's no conflict of interest investigating his son. And of course, you can't get. And that's the reason why it's stalled for five years, because you can't investigate his son without Joe getting implicated. The big guy. Yeah. Meantime, yeah. he's saying, ha, ha, ha. What do you mean by the question? Well, I mean, this Tom is serious Fitton, stuff. Stay on top of things. we got to take a hard break right now. And 
We'll thank talk you. to you again real soon and stay on top of things. Thank yeah, you so thank much. you, Tom. Thank Keep you. us posted. Let's take that break. And who do we come back with? We've got Michael Goodwin with some more zingers coming up after the break here on Cats and Cosby. You're commuting home with Cats and Cosby. Now, here's John Katsimatidis and Rita Cosby on 77 WABC. And we are back, by the way, John, coming up in just a few minutes. We have former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo on deck. Uh, we definitely don't want to miss that. And what an important time with word of Putin moving nukes into Belarus. Uh, this is big, big stuff. And who better uh, than the former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo to talk about that, John? Uh, and we also have Michael I'm Goodwin. for that. Yeah. Michael Goodwin is uh, supposed to be on with us any second. Yep, he's good. Okay. Yep, he's Let's good. Bring him in. Yeah, we got Michael Goodwin. Michael, we are all fired up here in the studio uh, talking, of course, about these double standards with Biden and also with Trump. I don't know if you saw this new news that just crossed that James Comer, of course, who's head of the Oversight Committee, saying that new Biden bank records, Michael Goodwin, will show that the family accepted somewhere between 20 to 30 million dollars from foreign nationals. That is a lot of money. Uh, what are your thoughts about all of this, Michael? Wow. Well, thank you, Rita. Uh, I had not seen that uh, news break. Uh that is a ton of money, and I suspect it's not all of it yet. I, I Look, when you look around the world and you see the business model that they had, where, uh, or as Comer put it, uh, what exactly was the business? What's the product? What are they selling? So I've never seen an invoice. Um, but that once you get that pattern that you basically are putting the vice president uh, access to him for sale, then there are a lot of people around the world who want, who will pay up for that. People who need credibility, people who need favors, people who may just want to do it so they can say they, they hung out with the vice president of the United States and his son. Um, so we know the Chinese, for example, this one company's, uh, the energy conglomerate, there was there was as much as eleven million dollars from that one company, uh, according to Tony Bobolinsky, the former partner who uh, became a whistleblower. So there, there is a ton of money floating around. Um, I think. Look, uh, this is of course takes it to a new level. We we have this report that there are tape recordings of the Burisma owner, presumably, talking about bribes, uh, whether the tapes uh, have been listened to, who has them, wh- whether whether they um, are still in existence is not clear, but the informant apparently talked about them to the FBI. Of course, what we're seeing here is Comer and the Republicans are moving fast while the FBI is standing still. So, you know, elections have consequences. And were it not for the Republicans winning the House and being determined to uncover this Biden family scandal with with people like Comer and Jim Jordan and Turner uh, from Ohio also, along with Jordan, I mean, they are really rocking the ship of state here. And they promised to do it, and they're doing it. Yeah, you're right. We wouldn't have heard anything about it, Judge Weinberg, right. if it wasn't for well, them. <laughs> my coach, Richard Weinberg, 
Uh, two points. Number one, I'm very troubled by the fact that we're coming up on an election in 2024, and if the Republicans don't win the House or the Senate, all this is going to be buried because that's what they've been doing all along. They've been burying this. The second point is that you have this attack on the judge in the federal court, the U.S. District Court in Florida, and they're attacking her because she was a Trump appointed by Trump. Meanwhile, everybody gave – Howell, who's a judge in the District of Columbia with a forum shop to do the investigation, a pass, and all the rulings were against Trump in favor of the Justice Department, including breaching attorney-client privilege. What do you say, Michael? Well, look, I mean, it, it, when, you, when you talk about sort of the treatment of this judge, we're largely talking about the media, uh, led by the New York Times on this. I mean, they have another story today, concern about the judge's lack of experience. You know, when the Times says somebody's concerned, they don't mean Republicans. Uh, concern is only their their side of the aisle uh, is concerned, uh, not angry, not fearful, not worried, concerned, right? By the way, I mean, Michael, it's, what it's did, a way of smearing her secondhand. What did you make of, by the, it just made me think of the whole thing with Jake Tapper on CNN. I mean, that was amazing, John. We were talking about that the other night. Here is Jake Tapper. He's on CNN. He's sitting next to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. And uh, Trump is about to speak where you were, Andrew, at Bedminster. Mm-hmm. And here he's addressing the nation. You have the first former president in American history on federal charges, John. And he's about to make an address to the nation to explain what happened, his point of view. Certainly newsworthy by any account. And Jake Tapper on CNN, who's more the, probably one of the more fair ones, believe it or not, said, uh, we're not going to go there because we can't verify what he's going to say. Uh, he, he basically tells a bunch of lies and we're not. They did not cover Trump. That to me, John, that how did, I mean, that's unbelievable. Like, it's not news. It's like a new strategy to, like, black it out completely and not show they're that side. It, they're hiding it from the American people. They're hiding it from the world. And, you know. That one of the reasons I, I was interested in CNN, CNN is in 225 countries. Would you please I buy it? <laughs> I, I originally, I originally said 185, yeah. but I was corrected. 225 countries that are not getting a hundred percent of the news. Governor Patterson, you wanted to say something? Yeah, John. To Rita's point, I think it was more damaging to do what they did. And in, in other words, the president was speaking and there were several networks covering him. So his message was going to get out either way. Why they would cut away from it and then say they couldn't verify what he was going to say? Why? Did he have to run it through them before they before he he spoke? I, I think uh, that Rita's point is 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 well taken that for them to do that made them look really bad. And pretty well, symbolic. Go ahead. I, I, have a, I have a theory on that, which is that uh, it, it harkens back to 2016 where CNN was in love with Donald Trump. They covered everything in the beginning. They, they, and, and their ratings went up. And they, so every rally, every press conference he held, CNN just turned the camera on and let it run. And then finally, they realized, oh, gee, we helped create a monster. We don't want him to be president. Why are we giving him so much airtime? And I think what Jake Tapper did reflects that second CNN uh, moment, which is we're not going to give him airtime because it only helps him, which, of course, is not news. It's, it's not news judgment. It's political judgment. 
And so they are playing politics with how they use their cameras. And Jake Tapper effectively told you so in, in so many words. Absolutely. We're talking to Pulitzer Prize winning New York Post columnist Michael Goodwin. Andrew Giuliani, you got a question for Michael. Well, and Governor Michael, to your point right there, how symbolic is it that CNN not just ignores the former president of the United States who's just been indicted, but also has the leader of the socialists on in doing that, isn't that kind of amazing when you think, I can tell you, a Katzmatidis owned CNN would probably not have made that same decision. <laughs> uh, yeah, having uh, having AOC narrate the president's speech, I think, is a little a little awkward or so you'd rather talk. You'd rather hear what she has to say yeah. instead of the president. Right. No filter on that one needed. Right. I watched it and it was pretty good. Uh, I mean, I thought, you know, it was it was sort of classic Trump in that you, he was reading from a teleprompter, I believe, for most of it. And then he would interject things to sort of liven it up. It, he doesn't read uh, in, in a lively fashion. Uh, but when his interjections break up the reading, uh, it, it, it comes to life. And I thought it was a pretty good speech, given that given what he just went through, given what we were just this was history. And to say we're not going to turn the camera on him because we don't want to give him any airtime, uh, it's disgraceful. It's absolutely disgraceful. And yet that is CNN. Well, thank, wow. you, thank you so much. Uh, and uh, we're going to have to go to a break and hopefully we can get uh, Mike Pompeo on. Yeah, uh, can't wait to talk to him. And of all days, John, it's a big day, too, in, in world politics. And I want to ask him about that Ukrainian businessman, too. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot to talk about. Stay with us, everybody. A lot more on Cats and Cosby right Thank after Thank you, Michael. It's a common sense recap of the big stories. It's Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC. And welcome back to Katz and Cosby. We are waiting on Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, who we know is traveling, of course, in the middle of so many huge issues throughout the world. And one of the things that everybody is talking about, of course, is everything going on in the subway um, and the latest with Daniel Penny, who has now been indicted by a grand jury. That is, of course, in the death of the homeless man, Jordan Neely. And uh, just in the last few minutes, by the way, there was this other case that happened, John, on the uh, J train. And this is where a woman apparently went over, punched uh, a guy, went over, punched a woman in the face. And the boyfriend basically went over and stabbed the guy. The guy died. That guy has now just been released. His name is Jordan Williams. He's charged with manslaughter. The guy that died or the guy who... Uh, The guy who who died is dead. And the guy who was alive is now out on bail. Jordan Williams, he's charged with manslaughter. But this guy punched his girlfriend in the face. Let me understand it. The guy guy who died... Was the aggressor. Was the aggressor. Punched his girlfriend in the face... So the, uh, the, 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 the the boyfriend took the knife and stuck it in his? Exactly. And he says he acted in self-defense. And, John, why that is a big deal is it also comes on the heels of all the stuff with Daniel Penny. Because Daniel Penny, the Marine, Andrew Giuliani, says he was also acting in self-defense. Well, I know you guys have had Thomas Kenneth on multiple times to talk this through, including yesterday, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I have to tell you. I mean, you think about a guy who would have been a great DA here at everything. He ran against Alvin Bragg, and unfortunately, we continue to see the revolving door because of our policies that are coming 
right, from DAs like this, not yeah. prosecuted. You know, Soft it's fascinating. On crime. Absolutely. And joining us is another Giuliani. We have Rudy Giuliani, America's mayor. I, I What do you make of this? First off, Rudy, your reaction to the fact that now Daniel Penny has been indicted. Uh, well, people are going, wow. I don't know. I mean, Bragg, these are two cases in a row from Bragg, the Trump case and this case, that are way off any kind of legitimate prosecution. I mean, I can't think of a prosecutor in America that would have ever brought either case. Uh, the, the Penny case is a 100% self-defense case. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming that the witnesses who I have an interview uh, back them up, that the guy was yelling, screaming, and frightening the living daylights out of him. Well, he had no choice but to act. And particularly, you know, the thing that struck me and that I would use very, very strongly in his defense, that act of taking your jacket off, you know? I, <laughs> when I was a kid, I grew up in Bedford-Stuyvesant, went to high school there. So I've been in a few fights. You always take your jacket off right before you're about to be an aggressor or you're going to get hit, so your arms are free. When that jacket came off and he threw it down, anybody who knows the streets knows that's when the trouble is going to start. That's when he's going to start banging heads, knifing people. Had he waited a split second more, somebody could be dead. The guy should get a medal. I mean, people on the subways coming home tonight, they're probably 50 that would love to have had him on their subway train, having, having probably gone through a crazy person yelling at them, women getting touched where they don't want to be touched. Uh, this, is, this is crazy. And, and then to put the fear in people of trying to protect other people, that's really horrible. I mean, doesn't Bragg have any common sense? Mr. Mayor, it's, uh, it's Richard Weinberg. That's exactly the point. What you've done is you're chilling good Samaritans. People are not going to get involved. They're going to look the other way, and innocent people are going to hurt or die because nobody rallied to protect them. And this is justifiable homicide under the uh, the penal law of New York State. There's a reasonable apprehension of violence to himself or to other people, and he had the right. That was justifiable. He had the right to act, and he used reasonable force under circumstances. And he, by the way, he wasn't by himself. He had two other people helping him subdue this guy. Yeah, the two other people were helping Daniel Penny, the Marine, not helping Jordan Neely because they felt like Jordan Neely was the threat. I mean, that's exactly right, Judge. Your yeah, thoughts, that's, Rudy? That's really, that's, I mean, that's actually, uh, Judge, that's very powerful evidence that, you know, other people, other third parties assessed this and figured out who was justified and who wasn't. Uh, it was apparent to those two people that this guy was a danger and, and Penny was doing the right thing. Also, you know, uh, uh, this again, Penny says that the guy was breathing. So I don't even know if he had him in a chokehold. I look at that, and it's very hard to tell whether it's a chokehold or not. You can't tell if it's up by the chin or he's got him down a little bit lower. Uh, but if, if, if he's breathing, I'm sorry he wasn't in a chokehold. You know, one thing I want to know, um, Rudy Giuliani, and this is amazing to me. I have seen zero on the toxicology report. Um, and that would say, <laughs> is there something in his system? In other words, was he Hopped on some on drugs? drugs. Yeah. Drugs. And, and Judge Weinberg, he also had a history of K2, which is an <clears throat> opioid synthetic that makes it feel like Superman. We don't know, but it's interesting that we haven't gotten results back now. I mean, this has been a while. 
and they should get those you results know? back because it may well be that the actual cause of death was something else other than the uh, the acts of uh, of Penny. Isn't that interesting, Rudy Giuliano? It hasn't come back yet. Well, uh, or accessible. Uh, let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah. Or given to the uh, how's that? Like, That's more accurate, right? <laughs> Does anybody actually think if it had anything helpful to brag, they wouldn't put it out? I mean, they 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 leak when they're going to the bathroom, uh, so they would leak that in a second. <laughs> by the way, by the way, yesterday they did you see they well. leaked to everybody out there? I'm trying to turn it from yeah. leaking to the bathroom, um, but they leaked to everybody in the media. And then we had the attorney on, and he's like, "They haven't told us yet." I mean, that's typical. Seems like brag fashion. Yeah, I mean it's the same. It's the same thing with this guy Smith, who says we act very ethically. Of course, they had leaked the entire case, which happens to be a federal felony. Yeah, amazing. So they're hardly ethical. Plus, that little group has been cited even by the Supreme Court as being unethical. Look, we're in the hands of people who, in my day, you wouldn't even recognize as prosecutors. They're more like criminals than they are prosecutors. Uh, the things that they do. Uh, it's uh, it's outrageous, but it, but it affects public safety. The, the fact that we have Bragg as DA, you could probably count the number of people that have died as a result of him. He's responsible for their death because he's put out on the street people that reasonable district attorneys would have held. So he and Soros, I'm sorry, they get charged with uh, helping to assist in the killing of those people. By the way, I have some numbers for you, too, um, that under uh, D.A. Bragg, felony cases resulting in convictions down 17 percent, downgraded to misdemeanors, up 13 yeah. percent. Andrew Giuliani, I mean, you I, can't I, make this up. I can't say I'm surprised at all. I mean, I was actually just by his office today, as a matter of fact, and it just uh, you could see it in the quality of life crimes even, too. I see in our neighborhood, right? It's starting to get a nice neighborhood in the city. You're starting to see more and more riffraff. It's starting to feel less safe. Uh, and sadly, this just feels like chaos theory yeah. right at us. And, and they're not doing anything to turn the tide. That's what I think is so scary with this whole case with Dan. You know where I worry to you guys as a result of this? There was so much division. Uh, right after the case happened, the incident happened with Daniel Penny. We saw them blocking the subways, the people who were, you know, wanted to see that he got charged with murder, not manslaughter. Um, it's going to be crazy when this gets to trial. There are going to be emotions riding high in the city. I worry about it, John. I mean, it's a scary situation. It is. Uh, it is a scary situation. Well, there's no question about it. I mean, that, that what they're doing is they're exercising extortion in order to create a riot. But this isn't the first time they did that. They Before I became mayor, there was a riot in Crown Heights and a riot in Washington Heights. The one in Washington Heights was caused by a ter- totally false narrative of the shooting that the police department wasn't allowed to correct for three days. Basically, that an altar boy had been shot for no reason by a bad police officer. It turns out the altar boy was one of the major crack dealers in Washington Heights. He had a record that was similar to Mr. Penny's, uh, but he was much younger. And, yeah, you mean uh, uh, Jordan was, Neely, the uh, Jordan the homeless Neely. guy? Yeah. yeah, Jordan Neely, sorry. And, uh, and not only that, it turned out that they were withholding yeah. a tape recording in which the drug dealer was trying to we, kill the cop with a knife. They withheld that for three days. We have two minutes left. 
Governor Patterson, last word, or, or uh, Rudy Washington? Governor? Governor, what do you, what do you make of, uh, of this? Well, I think that the, the most recent case is going to be a lot easier to allow that defendant to go free because there was a real act in furtherance of the crime when he punched the uh, woman in the face. Um, in the Mealy crime, I think he will be acquitted, but I, I, the only way I could see how the grand jury voted to indict him is that they believed that he, uh, started to subdue him before he'd actually done anything. That, that had to be what they were thinking. But, but you can indict a ham sandwich, Governor. I mean, you know that. I mean, it, the, the bar is so low. Who knows who they put in there, if anybody, Gov- uh, Judge? I, I respectfully dissent, uh, that's very Your Excellency, calm. Governor, Governor <laughs> Patterson. I've been in grand juries as, uh, Mayor Giuliani was when he was U.S. attorney. I presented to grand juries. I'm telling you, you give them the facts that you want with the evidence that you want with the witnesses you want, and then you instruct them on the law that you want. Therefore, as Chief Judge Wachler said, you can indict a ham sandwich. That's my opinion. Mayor Giuliani, your thought. Yep, Mayor uh, Giuliani. I agree with the judge. Good idea to agree with a judge all the time anyway. Yeah, very good. Very good. <laughs> Absolutely. How lucky are we to have two Giuliani's here today? And I'll that have him great. on my show on Sunday on Father's Day. So two, very two, oh, two Rooney's and two Giuliani's. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's oh, been an A-plus day. Thank you. Mayor, thank, thank you. you Mayor. We love you. Thank and, you. Uh, thank, thank you for picking for Pompeo's. He thank you. must be roaming around someplace in the world. Yeah, all right, he's probably in the middle of it all. Truth, justice, and the American way. God bless America.